Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, September 24th, 2022. Okay, so let me get this straight. I become a Christian by putting my faith in Christ, trusting in Him as my Savior. Okay, I got it. Great. What's next? Where do I go from there in the Christian life? Well, now you live by faith, trusting in Jesus Christ. It's Christ Jesus all the way. From beginning to end, the Christian life revolves around trusting Him, following Him. He is the focus. And that's one thing that we see very clearly today in Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2 warns us about straying from that place where we begin and, and warns us about adding things to Christ. And one of the verses we'll be focusing on the most there is verses six and seven there in Colossians two, which say, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. So as you received Christ, walk in him. And then what you need to see is the rest of the chapter's warning about things that might lead you away from Christ. Verse 8, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. And there's a there's a whole plethora of ways that uh, this is possible. Going all the way back, I think the main thing he has in mind, which we'll get into later in the chapter, is people that were teaching, yet yeah, Jesus Christ plus all these rules. That's what you need. And here, you know, throughout the ages and today, we can see so many ways where people want to add really a human idea or philosophy or empty deceit to the gospel and say, that's what you really need. Uh, and it's saying, no, all you really need is Christ. Verse 9, for in him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. What more do you need than that? He has given you all that you need, and for your salvation, he has done all that you need. I love these verses in verses 13 through 15, and you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross." He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. So there, I love that picture of our sin being nailed to the cross and that he has disarmed the rulers and the authorities. Everything you need for salvation and then everything you need to live a life of victory as a Christian comes from Jesus Christ. That's where it is. 
all the way from beginning to end. And then you see very specifically the end warning against these rules and regulations. As it says there at the end of verse 20, do not submit to regulations, do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. And a lot of these things were focused on the more ceremonial aspects of worship. Uh, Because what we're going to see in chapter 3, this does not mean, hey, sweet, I'm in Christ. I can go do whatever I want. No, if you're in Christ and you're really trusting him as Lord, there's going to be some things in your heart and in your life you want to put to death. And we're going to see that in chapter 3. So it is not saying, hey, if you're in Christ, there's no rules. Everything's fair game. Go do what you want. No, we want to live out our faith in Christ. But these more ceremonial rules, eh, don't think that those are going to save you or sanctify you. Even at the end, it says, these have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. So yes, if you are in Christ, you want to stop the indulgence of the flesh. It's saying just external rules and ceremonies, they can't do that. Christ can, and you have everything that you need in him. So uh, practically, what can that look like today? Let's just go back to verses six and seven again. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. So if I can just pull two things from that, if you want to say, well, how do I do this today? Trust and thanksgiving. Come back to those two things, trust and thanksgiving. And as you see trust, look at verse seven, where it says rooted and built up. There's two analogies in there. One is an agricultural analogy, rooted, and then built up is an architectural um, analogy or picture of being built up, right? That you have roots, that you have a foundation in Jesus Christ and you're rooted and established in the faith. And at the heart of faith is this idea of trust. I trust Jesus. He is my savior. And that will lead you to stopping the indulgence of the flesh. No, that's what Jesus warns me against. And I trust him. It will keep you from worry and anxiety. No, I trust him. It will keep you from avoiding the errors of this world. No, I'm skeptical about what the world's telling me, but I trust what Jesus is telling me in the Bible. So we need to trust Jesus. We also need to be thankful. I love how it ends just with abounding in thanksgiving. Uh, We need those things. And those things will keep you from so much sin. If you trust Jesus and you consistently thank Jesus, man, you will be in a good place in the Christian life. When we start to doubt Oh, that opens up the door to all kinds of evil. And when we stop being thankful, that also opens the door to all kinds of problems in the Christian life. So what do you need to live the Christian life? You need Jesus. Well, what does that look like practically? Well, yeah, trust him and thank him today. And that's how you will walk in him. That's how you will grow in him. And we don't ever want to forget him. As we go to the Old Testament today and look at Isaiah 17 through 20, 
Isaiah 17 through 20. It again talks about different nations. Uh, we see a warning against Damascus, the, the center, the capital of Syria. We see a warning towards Cush, uh, down uh, more f- south even of Egypt in Africa. We see a warning against Egypt. Um, and we see these things today, but a couple things to notice. One, as he calls out even Israel, as he's talking to Damascus, he says in verse 10, for you, and here it seems to be more focusing on the children of Israel, for you have forgotten the God of your salvation and have not remembered the rock of your refuge. Uh, and that's why judgment is going to come because you have forgotten God. And that I think takes us back to Colossians. Don't forget Jesus. He is the God of your salvation. He is your rock of refuge. Don't forget him. Don't uh, forget to remember him. Uh, Trust him and thank him. And, And as you look at these chapters as a whole, chapter 17 through 20, remember some of these are one thing I hope you see that was helpful for me to see reading through this, especially when it gets to the end where it talks about even these foreign nations coming and worshiping, um, And coming to Israel and worshiping, I I think that is something that will be fulfilled in the future. I think we're we're looking at the millennial kingdom when we see things uh, like that. But a big part of that is uh, we're seeing Israel and and Judah being warned to not trust other nations. And so we've already seen that with Assyria. And also one thing you'll see towards the end of our Old Testament reading is how they were tempted to trust in Egypt. And I think part of the message of these chapters is, hey, guys, Don't trust these nations. They're going to be judged. And in fact, someday, instead of you leaning on them for help, they're going to be coming to you for help. They're going to be coming to worship in Israel. Uh, So I think that's part of the contrast that we're meant to see in these chapters. And so hopefully you can see that and be reminded, no, I shouldn't trust anything in this world. I should trust Jesus. And I hope that it Uh, encourages us to keep our focus on Him and to walk in Him today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.